My name's Rick Durfee, and on this side of me is Daniel Hansen and Michael Koberline, colleagues and friends here with Durfee Law Group and Estate Planning Law Group. And we service clients all over the country for low to high-end uh, complex estate planning. And we have a question today. We're going to kind of have some fun with. Fun with the IRS! Who, who wants to be audited? Who wants to be in trouble with their tax returns? And the question we're going to kind of answer is, why the heck would we want to have a tax attorney when we have a CPA or, or a tax preparer or an enrolled agent or, or an accountant that's helping us with our taxes and that does our tax returns? Why would we want to have an attorney, a tax attorney? And I think sometimes the obvious answer to this is, well, when we get audited or when we get in trouble, but there are some other times when having a tax attorney on the team is really a good idea. And this has recently come to our attention because of some experience in the firm. So I invite comment. Yeah, so <clears throat> recently I was in a CLE and uh, it was interesting. So CLE. Uh, CLE is a continuing legal education yeah. course. Uh, and we had IRS agents there and some, some pretty high-level uh, people in the IRS. And there were two people on the panel uh, in this particular uh, section of the, of the course. And we had a, a tax attorney and we had a CPA. And they were going back and forth about how they can help each other. And one of the issues that came up was, well, in certain situations, a CPA is not able to have a what we call a client privilege in other words there's information that the CPA has that is not privileged information and that they actually have to turn that over uh, when there's uh, a criminal investigation uh, that's that's that could potentially uh, be at, be at issue uh, however if you have a tax attorney who is in the same situation, they have the attorney-client privilege, they do not have to uh, turn over any information, and they can actually be a pretty strong advocate for their clients in that kind of situation. And so the tax attorney and the, and the CPA were kind of going back and forth and talking about how they can work together to be able to protect the client, protect the CPA, and still you know, allow the, the tax attorney to, to do their job uh, in a way that, that's beneficial for all, and it's a good thing. Yeah, I want to build on this because sometimes what people don't understand is the CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant. And in somewhat cynical and maybe a little bit over-the-top terms, what that means is the CPA has a professional obligation to rat you out to the IRS. They are compelled by law to make disclosures and say things that you may not want said. Now, the, an, an attorney just to be clear, cannot lie on your behalf and cannot withhold uh, mandatorily disclosed information on your behalf. That's not a function of an attorney. But sometimes, and this is crucial, sometimes there are rules, and I want Daniel to elaborate on this. There are rules, and, and the CPA is obligated to follow the rules, but every single rule will, by law or by regulation or by court uh, decision, there will be exceptions to the rules. So, Daniel, talk about the role of the lawyer in helping a client navigate exceptions to the rule. Yeah, the, 
the lawyer has the unique privilege of being able to argue case law and exceptions to the rule that a CPA can't otherwise do. Uh, if they're working together, the CPA is able to, to implement those things into like a tax return or into a tax plan. However, by, by itself, a CPA cannot uh, do that. Uh, one of the big things is the CPA, uh, by having that certification, they need to follow the BAP. That's accounting practices. They need to follow that. Uh, and that's because they're acting under what would be a limited license. Uh, or uh, a limited legal license, so kind of like what an attorney can do, but but in a limited amount. They're allowed to fill things out, not necessarily advice on case law strategies. They can't give legal advice. Yeah, they can't. They can give accounting advice. They can give accounting. They can. Legal. They can do math, which mm -hmm. they're very good at. They're better than me at that, but they can't give legal advice. Right, and so when it comes to having exceptions in the rule or knowing the case law, uh, they may know it, but they can't actually help you file that without having an attorney involved. Uh, one of the things uh, would be what's called the Cohen Rule. Now the Cohen Rule doesn't apply in all circuits, but in the Ninth Circuit uh, it does, and in the majority of circuits it does. Uh, and what that is, is it gives attorneys the ability to estimate expenses or to argue estimated expenses in an audit. Right? And that allows us a little bit more flexibility when it comes to uh, preparing your returns and doing tax planning uh, where the CPA would generally not be able to do that same thing. So this is kind of an interesting case because it, it may astonish some people, but a lot of people who do their taxes don't know the exact number. Right. They're, they're, and they're, they're guessing. And, it's, and they're, not, they're not being malicious in their guess. It's just that they don't know because, believe it or not, uh, uh, not everybody does really good accounting, which, by the way, drives accountants crazy. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, an old joke, but I want to tell it because it applies here. There was a, an accountant, an economist, and a lawyer in the room, and, and the question, the client asked, well, what's the number? And the accountant said, oh, this is the number. That's the number. And the economist said, well... There's more than one way to calculate the number. It could be this number or it could be that number, depending on how you calculate it. And the lawyer said, what do you want the number to be? So it's not that the lawyer, again, we can't create reality, but the lawyer has a little more flexibility to argue the facts and the assumptions in the case law. Mm -hmm. one, one indication of that, and it was pretty distinct in this course that I was in, is the, the CPA uh, in the on the panel stopped and said there's there's very few situations where a CPA has uh, a privilege privileged information and he said the only the one that I can think of the narrow this narrow sliver of privileged information is is where the CPA is in a position where he or she are providing consultation for an issue that is not going to be a criminal matter. So if you consider that, and uh, by the way, we counsel you don't commit crimes. Yeah, right. That's our that's our advice every time. Do do not violate the law. Follow the law. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that he even he even said, admittedly, how do you even know when that's going to apply? <laughs> Well, one way to know when your legal sure. system is in trouble is when the laws are so complicated that an ordinary person can't figure them out. You have to hire professionals to guide you through them. That's an indication 
according to some people, of, of a corrupt and uh, a broken legal system. So that, that aside, that's what we have today, candidly, to navigate through the tax code and the laws. More often than not, the advice and counsel and guidance of, of a professional is going to be very beneficial. Now, here it, in our law firm, we have attorneys who are, uh, will take your case up with the IRS and defend you and argue on your behalf. We will work with your accountant and help uh, prepare and give guidance in tax returns. There are some situations where it's actually better for the lawyer to be the one that signs the tax return, and we can mm -hmm. work through that. Uh, so we can help with all levels of that. And one of the things that's critical, if you do any significant level of planning at all, if you have a trust or more than one trust, if you have business entities, if you have multiple business entities, the probability that you're going to need this level of accounting and tax preparation and, and guidance through the complexities of, of the tax code goes up rather dramatically, which is why we're here. And I, I also want to emphasize, we're team players. We don't want to, we're not trying to take away the business of your, your tax preparer, your CPA. We want to work with them to protect you. And to kind of answer the question, is there's been like this background lingering question of, well, you know, if my CPA doesn't have uh, the ability to, you know, protect my information, uh, you know, how is it that the attorney really is going to be able to help with that? And, and what it is, is it, again, it comes down to case law. So uh, there is a case, uh, last name Koval, and so we, from that case, basically there's a decision that says, if a CPA is working with an attorney, then the uh, attorney-client privilege pr applies. And so if we start with the attorney, attorney has a CPA do a lot of the filing, right? Um, but then the attorney, like you said, is the one that signs off on it in the end under what's called a COVA letter. Uh, then the attorney-client privilege applies. And so this, uh, you know, that's why it's important to start from the beginning with having that uh, attorney is part of the tax team. Right, and I want to be clear on that qualification with the CPA and attorney working together. This is not a get out of jail free, I broke the law and I, and I, I get cover for doing a, a bad or naughty thing. What it means is if the CPA is advising the attorney on accounting matters, which attorneys are not experts at, to so that the attorney can give guidance on how to legally and appropriately report the taxes, that assistance that the CPA provides the attorney is, comes under the attorney-client privilege and is protected. Mm -hmm. So th that's another crucial thing. So there are some times in tax planning matters where a, an issue will come up uh, with the CPA or, or, your, or your tax preparer and the best and most appropriate thing that your CPA or tax preparer can do is call your tax attorney and say, there are some issues that we need to work together as a team on to resolve in the best interest of the client to keep our client out of trouble, to comply with all, all applicable laws and rules, but, but to avoid uh, creating a, a bigger problem or, or making a big problem even worse. So, again, that team effort of, of a good uh, CPA and tax preparer and, and a tax attorney that work together to serve the client. So hopefully this has been helpful. Hopefully this has helped you understand maybe having a tax attorney 
uh, on retainer or have a relationship established, uh, don't use them every time, but we can use them when we need them, might be a good idea. And probably if you're in business to almost any degree, it's an excellent idea, which we strongly recommend that you consider. So Durfee Law Group, again, I'm Rick Durfee, Daniel Hansen, Michael Koberline. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Hope you like this video. Like it and comment and share it if you do. Thanks.